0: My friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone had an absolutely awesome weekend, and great Mother's Day. Hope you guys got to enjoy yourselves, spend some time with the wife and the kids, enjoyed ourselves yesterday. Actually, ended up sh- shooting some fireworks off, <laughs> so ironically, but uh, you know, always a good time. So, I hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. And be sure if you need anything, to check out the website. The ultimate multiple powder on sale for just two more days is product of the week, 12% off on the front page of the website, product of the week. Be sure to check it out before it goes off sale and also vote for what you want to see when coming up on Wednesdays, product of the week at healthmasters.com. One of the first articles I want to get into this has been very interesting. I've been reading about it this morning, and uh, it was an article titled, titled from Science Alert, and it said most COVID 19 hospital deaths may have been the result of a completely different infection. This is a very interesting study. I mean, you guys can read it. I'm going to go into detail on it here in a second here. And it says COVID-19 is no longer classed as a global health emergency, but scientists are still working hard to understand more about the virus and its impact. A new analysis, however, suggests that a high percentage of people who required help from a ventilator due to a COVID-19 infection developed secondary bacterial pneumonia. This pneumonia in the study shows it was responsible for the higher mortality rate than the actual COVID-19 infection. Did you guys just hear what I just said? They're admitting now in this study that essentially the bacterial pneumonia was the primary cause of the lung issues that were occurring from the ventilator and not the COVID-19 virus actually itself. They said, well, COVID-19 may have put patients in the hospital, it was actually an infection brought on by the mechanical ventilators that was more likely to be the actual cause of death than the infection itself. The team looked at records for 585 people admitted to the intensive care unit in Northwest Memorial Hospital. They also had severe pneumonia and respiratory failure, 190 had COVID-19. They The machine learning approach to crunch the data The researchers group patients based on the condition amount of time they spent in intensive care. The findings refute the idea that a cytokine storm following COVID-19 was responsible for the significant cause of death. There was no evidence of multi-organ failure in the patients that they studied. Now this was going in on the ventilator deaths. What they did was, I explained this to you guys, and this is what, this is tiptoeing around some aspect of what's happening, but if they start digging in and they start doing this in multiple hospitals and analyzing this research, they're going to find exactly what they're looking for. And it's what we said from the very beginning, The Remdesivir was the primary cause that was getting people pushed onto ventilators. The ventilators were the final nail in the coffin. I had multiple people I knew personally who went to the hospital, went in for COVID, went on remdesivir drip immediately, within three to five days started having issues with the kidneys and the liver. They started to have lung problems, fill up with fluid due to the fluid retention from the kidneys. They put them on a ventilator. They went down with bacterial pneumonia, and they subsequently died now this was done and intentionally done, in my opinion, to increase the level of COVID deaths on paper at the hospitals. This was not an isolated incident. This happened systemically. That's why I told so many people. I said, in my opinion, unless you absolutely cannot handle anything else, I do not recommend you go to the hospital. If you got a cough or you're feeling sick, should. Do the supplement stack that I recommended, what I encourage people to do, which would make your own decision, though. I'm not giving you any type of medical advice, but I found that using the COVID-19 stack that we had with the vitamin C, the zinc, the D, the potassium iodide, and if you needed to, throw in some ivermectin, you bounced out of it in about three to five days and you recovered. But then, again, we saw so many people who didn't do that, and they went to the hospital. And that's why I said from the very beginning, this was never about public health or safety. It was about fear and control in order to push a narrative. COVID turned into a very, very changing time. and We had a full pendulum swing in society. I mean, was, it's, it's like before COVID and after COVID, it was the biggest lie ever perpetrated on the global population in a large scale as far as coming in, shutting down the entire economic world engine, bringing most countries to their knees economically, having to spend reckless amounts of money in order to prop everything up to justify the shutdown from the pandemic. And now we've watched now as the banker boys and the multi-billionaire boys clubs who are running the show became extremely wealthy, the companies gained more control, more small businesses went out of business, and you saw more and more people fall for the lie. Ironically enough, now I was reading an article here and it was talking about, how the pandemic may be over, called the pandemic, but UK mobile networks are still monitoring population movement. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Kind of like I told everybody when they started telling people to put their track and trace data and turn all their permissions on their phone and basically go with the data tracking and track and trace apps. I said, this isn't going to stop with COVID. This will not stop after COVID. This was just another excuse in order to monitor what people do. The UK Health Security Agency recently signed and updated contracts with mobile network operators O2 and B2 Group, which owns EE, to continually track the movements of people. Such data was extensively used during the peak of the COVID-19 pandemic, and it basically was set to end. However, the deal now will run up to April, 2025 while the deal with O2 will end after one year that. The location data from BT will be used to provide the United Kingdom Health Security Agency with data on journeys made by rail, road and foot in any suburban and urban areas throughout the country. The data will all be aggregated. The data will supposedly be used for modeling the spread of illnesses and help prepare the future health emergencies for any type of other health problem that may arise in the future. The agency hopes the data will provide insight in behavioral changes post-pandemic helping us to understand the potential impact of wider health threats. Again, this is all theater, theater, blah, 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 blah. We want to sit here and come up with a bunch of word salad and excuses to tell you why we're going to continue to monitor and watch everywhere you go on a regular basis. We're not even going to try to hide it anymore and pretend like we're not doing it. We're blatantly telling you we're going to monitor everywhere you go, and we want to see what you're going to do. So because, again, remember, it's for health and safety. It's for your protection. We're going to monitor everywhere you go for your protection because, you know, we care about you. This, again, is another excuse used by the government of what they did after COVID now to continually pry into more people's lives. This is why I've also said as well, do not, under any circumstances, in my opinion, leave, purchase, buy, allow, give permission to, or any of the following above any type of devices that are smart devices in your house with microphones or ears on them, ever, ever. That is why they're continually pushing all these smart items, the smart thermostats, the Aleskas, the smart TVs, the smart refrigerators, the smart washing machines, the smart dishwashers. All of them are designed to go in and pick up on data. Remember, if it can connect to the Internet, it can monitor everything, period. Just like I said before, with the the Dominion voting machines, why do they have an Ethernet plug-in cable to them that basically you could just plug in an Internet source right into them? If an internet system can go into it, it can be hacked. It can be controlled. It can be monitored. Don't care what it is. If it goes on the internet, it can be hacked, hundred percent of the time. And this is what it's so important when you start dealing with some of these things. When we see now, like with the Alaska devices, where they've gone in numerous times. Now we've heard of people's conversations being recorded and sent email to neighbors are basically your people that run the Alaska systems with Amazon, listening and monitoring people's conversations and making jokes about stuff. This happens on a regular basis about the, the photos with the, the Zumba um, vacuum cleaner they took photos of the girl while she's on the toilet and then basically sent it to the company that was monitoring it. I mean, really? Yes, really. That's exactly what they're doing mm. with all this stuff. So again, use wisdom, use discernment, especially if you're bringing this stuff in your house. And again, be very, very cautious of that and also continue to encourage other people to bring up articles and discuss stuff like this, like with this article where the COVID death may not have been the result of COVID. It was a completely different infection. I can't tell you how many times I brought stories up like this and research up like this that was starting to come about and people said, oh, yeah, that's that's fake news. I remember when social media platforms were putting fact checker fake news on anything that even resembled this type of information whatsoever. If you even made a statement about ventilators or remdesivir on social media, in most cases, they would block your entire post or bring it down or put a big fact-checker block on the top of it. This is false. Now, almost every single thing that we talked about, that we brought up, from the masks to the lockdowns to the remdesivir to the ventilators to the lies to the bobblehead Fauci, almost everything they tried to fact-check us on – and say it was misinformation, almost all of it now has been found to be truth, not misinformation, facts. So again, that is why it is so important. We do what we do, you do what you do, and we continue to get the information and the research out there and allow people to make their own decision. Nobody, no media outlet, no government has a right to tell people what they can and can't hear, what decisions they can and can't make, and what direction they can and can't go. Period. That was a concept that, for some odd reason, eluded so many people during COVID. Why suddenly everybody thought that the government, the all-power government, had the right to tell you what you could and couldn't make a decision on. Remember what I said from last sentence for years. The mainstream media is not there to give you facts. They're not there to actually give you news. They're there to tell you how to think and what to think about They send you in the direction they want you to go, and they make you focus on the things they want you to focus on. They do not give you news. They do not give you truth. They give you ideas you are forced to think about through psychological warfare. Very, very crazy stuff. Once you understand it, you realize what they're doing. That's why I've told so many people before with this whole thing in Ukraine. I mean, This whole Ukraine-Russian war has been nothing but obfuscation in theater. I mean from the amount of money that we have sent over there to the amount of people that are continually talking about we just send more money, more weapons, more guns, more guns, more guns, more guns. I'm like, so what is what is actually going on over there? Are we just just going to start giving Ukraine in perpetuity billions and billions of dollars a year in armaments allegedly? So are we going to start using Ukraine now as the main platform for weapons trafficking throughout the world? I mean is that just what we're going to go along with now? We're all just going to agree that that's what we're going to do? I mean there's already been media outlets that have come out now and done individual journalism, independent journalism. And they found directly that there's only about 30 percent of the guns are even going to Ukraine, 30 percent of the weapons. Everything else, they can't, they can't even account for it, don't even know where it's at which, I mean, obviously they do know where it's at. <laughs> it's being trafficked down to Sudan and being trafficked down to Africa and all the other countries that are continually destabilized in order to control the regimes. That's where they're all going. And I've had phys- I've had firsthand contact of that from people that I know that are retired contractors and said this stuff is not staying in Ukraine. It never was supposed to stay in Ukraine. So again, my friends – Continue to do your own research and come to your
1: own conclusion on that.
0: Other than that, Dad, how are you doing this morning?
1: Doing great, honestly. Austin, it's a beautiful day here in Florida. It's really pretty outside, a clear blue skies, and uh, having a blast. I mean, that's all I can say. And I want to again wish all the mothers from yesterday Happy Mother's Day. I know a lot of you guys, you know, are getting belated Mother's Days from your friends now, and I'm giving you one right now too. And you know, I went to uh, multiple church services this weekend, had a great time, uh, both of them about Mother's Day. And it was difficult for me and Austin and the family because, you know, this is the first Mother's Day we've had since Sharon passed. And so it was a strange weekend for us. But uh, thank you for your prayers. I really appreciate all of that stuff. Um, and, you know, and uh, let me go back to this remdesivir stuff and what was going on with these ventilators. You know, it was a very strange situation. We started seeing people dying in hospitals, you know, on ventilators after they were given remdesivir, and their lungs filling with fluid with cytokine storms and basically basically, you know, suffocating. Uh, horrible. We had two friends that happened to, personally, that I know. One of them that I, who was actually Mr. Florida uh, back in the 70s, and another one who was a good friend of mine who was a sod farmer, also an electrician, one of the most you know, innovative, brilliant entrepreneurs I've ever known. He died, and I went to his funeral, and I spoke at his funeral. And, it, and it's sad because I watched all of this stuff happen. And, and I realized that this is not what they wanted it to be as far as these people that were dying, but they were being part of the medical industrial complex and how they were actually being destroyed by it and murdered by it. And the hospitals were given hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases. And for every person that died with COVID and people were dying in motorcycle accidents and being diagnosed with COVID as the sole cause of death. They were being, you know, you know, dying of all kinds of other diseases and being diagnosed as COVID. So you put it on the death certificate to get money from the federal government. This thing was a giant nightmare is what they did. And all it was, this entire thing with all these people dying, was number one, get the population down, to get rid of the old people, get rid of Social Security, get rid of the obese people, get rid of all the health care they had, and also reduce the population of the planet overall. And it was all being used to basically propagate and to promulgate the use of vaccines and the mRNA vaccines into the entire population, including the children's shot schedule, to make anything that ever happened to anyone who ended up having this have to go through the vaccine court in order to get compensation. This is a nightmare. And we warned you guys, and everything a single thing Austin told you, and I told you earlier about what they told you and what they were doing to you, we warned you about everything. And what's interesting, DeSantis just came out with a press conference. I'm going to play this for you. It's very, very interesting. Hopefully you can hear it. It's coming off my, my, my iPad. Saying about lockdowns, about mass,
0: about uh, all the different things, schools. But we can sit here today and say the elites were wrong about almost everything regarding covid They were wrong about lockdowns. They were wrong about forced masking. They were wrong about school closures. They were wrong to deny the existence of natural immunity. They were wrong to say you were a conspiracy theorist if you said COVID started in the Wuhan lab. And so we're now in a situation where some people are trying to rewrite history. Uh, They're trying to act like, oh, they didn't really support this or that. And I can tell you this. Fauciism was wrong. Fauciism was destructive, and we can never let anything like that happen
1: to this country again. And that was DeSantis, basically, you know, you know, ringing a bell, saying that you know Austin and I were completely and totally right as far as what happened. And uh, I don't want to be completely and totally right. To be honest with you, I'd rather have had none of it ever happened. Me just never talk about it and warn people, and, and this is why, you know, Austin and I now have done research on this, and we've pulled up papers on it about how the masks, you know, elevate CO2 and decrease oxygen levels and cause brain damage and the early onset senile dementia and on and on and on. And this is why Austin and I were so adamant about this. This is why, you know, I had one of the reasons I had an airplane, I kept flying, I kept flying, I don't have it anymore because I sold it last summer. But the reality is, is that, you know, we weren't going to fly commercial. We weren't going to do, do it. I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to put myself in a situation where I was going to be forced to wear a mask. I wasn't going to put myself in a situation where I was going to be forced to take an mRNA shot. I was going to put myself in a situation where I knew that I was going to be medically compromised for various other reasons. I just wasn't going to do that. And that's why we warned that so many of you – and by the way, thank you for the, literally the hundreds if not thousands of emails that I received now thanking us for pushing that agenda so hard that you didn't get vaccinated. And thank you for all of the emails that you sent to the AskDrTedB at Yahoo.com. But there was another article that came out this weekend, and I thought it was really good. And it was from the Brownstone Institute, and it was called – the four pillars of medical ethics that were destroyed in the COVID response. This is much like the Bill of Rights, the principal function of any code of ethics is to set limits to check the available, inevitable lust for power that human beings tend to demonstrate when they obtain authority and status over others, regardless of the context. This is exactly what Fauci did. Though it may be difficult to believe in the aftermath of COVID, the medical profession does not possess a code of ethics. The four fundamental concepts of medical ethics is four pillars are autonomy, beneficence, non-malfeasance, and justice. And these ethical concepts are thoroughly established in the profession of medicine, and I learned them as a medical student, such as much as a young Catholic learns the Apostle Creed. As a medical professor, I taught them to my students, and I made sure my students knew them, and I believe them, and I still do. The physicians must know the ethical tenets of their profession because if they do not know them, they cannot follow them. So true. They've got to have autonomy. They have to have the ability to do what they do to do that's right, but they have to make sure they do what is right. Here's what he goes on to say. Full disclosure about the COVID vaccines, which were extremely new experimental therapies using novel technologies, which basically were not considered safe by the government until this happened with the emergency use authorization, with alarming safety signals from the very start, was systematically denied to the public. Full disclosure was actively suppressed by bogus anti-information campaigns, which also talked about earlier, and replaced the simplistic false mantras, safe and effective, that were just, in fact, lies. Blatant coercion take the shot or you're fired, can't attend college, can't travel, can't fly, it was ambiguous and replaced voluntary consent. Subtler forms of coercion ranging from cash payments to free beer were given in exchange for COVID-19 vaccination. Multiple U.S. states held lotteries for COVID-19 vaccine recipients with up to $5 million in prize money, promised in some states. Many physicians were presented with financial incentives to vaccinate hospitals also, sometimes reaching hundreds of thousands of dollars. These were combined with career threatening penalties for questioning the official policies. This corruption severely undermined the informed consent policies and processes and doctors' interactions. And incompetent patients, countless institutionalized patients, they were basically mentally challenged, were injected in mass, often forcibly isolated from their designated decision making family members. And it goes on and on. They told us that we cannot believe the COVID virus originated in a wet, you know, it originated in a wet market, not in a laboratory, which you now know that it was a product of Fort Detrick that was sent to Wuhan for gain of function. We're going to have two weeks to flatten the curve. Six feet of social distancing, six, six, six everywhere, effectively prevents transmission of the virus, total lie. A pandemic of the unvaccinated, total lie. Safe and effective, total lie. Masks effectively prevented transmission of the virus, total lie. Children are a serious risk from COVID, that's a really big total lie. School closures are necessary to prevent the spread of the virus, lie. mRNA vaccines prevent contraction of the virus, lie. Prevent transmission of the virus, lie. The mRNA vaccine induced immunity is superior to national immunity, total lie. Myocarditis is more common from COVID-19 disease from the mRNA vaccine. Total, complete lie. All of these lies, official lies, have been thoroughly discredited, and now they're indefensible. In response to COVID, power brokers backpedaling, furiously now are trying to recast the deliberate lies as a fog-of-war style mistake. To gaslight the public, they claim they had no way of knowing they were spouting falsehood lie, and the facts that have only become to light lie. These, of course, are the same people who ruthlessly suppress the voices of scientific dissent and presented sound interpretations of the situation in real time. I want to read this, and I posted this on uh, this article because you you need to read this. It's one of the best articles I've ever seen or read. It's from Brownstone Institute. Again, it's called The Four Pillars of Medical Ethics Were Destroyed in the COVID Response. I posted it over the weekend, and I've never heard it quite said as as efficiently and effectively as they did in this particular article. By the way, a teacher now has been sacked. This is crazy. After refusing to use an eight-year-old trans pronouns. A primary school teacher is sacked after refusing to use an eight-year-old child's trans pronouns. Has said her only intention was to safeguard the pupil. The teacher from England, who can't be named to protect the child's identity, told the Epic Times that she had been raised. She had raised concerns about the potential damage social transition could have on the young pupil. The woman who is now taking legal action against Nottingham, Hampshire County counsel over her dismissal claimed that she was stonewalled by school chiefs after raising concerns over the welfare of the eight-year-old she was dismissed last year after raising a number of concerns regarding the facilitation of a new school pupil in her class who wanted to be treated as a boy i'll let you continue to read all of this stuff but guys listen to me this isn't going away at all period you know paul craig roberts said the british has given have given their country away and uh, you know and, I'm gonna, and he, I'm gonna read you this what he says uh, he's just in bad language i won't cover that He says, as so did the United States, Germany, France, Italy, Sweden, and the rest of the stupid white ethnicities. There was never there was no doubt whatsoever that these white ethnicities are endangered species in the near future. White ethnic nations will no longer exist and neither will their languages, their literature, their art, their history and their accomplishments. We are entering into the second dark age. Now, he said all that. and And here's why he's saying this. He's saying that a country is based on its ethnicity, that a country is based on its cultural heritage, that a country is based upon the goods and the bads of the culture as far as what the ethnicities have done. You know, we've had some bad things happen in the United States with slavery that was pushed through, by the way, the Kabbalist Luciferian synagogue of Satan over in, 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 in England. You guys can read through all that and you can figure that one out on your own. But that's what happened. They're the ones who were the slave traders and all of this stuff. Not to excuse what happened, made the United States what the United States is today. Now, if you bring in multiculturalism and you bring in all these other other ethnicities from all these other countries, this is what Paul Craig Roberts is saying, what ends up happening is you decrease and change the fabric of the society of the respective nations, which is exactly the globalist mantra. This is what they want to do. They want to destroy Everything that held a country together. This is back to cultural Marxism that we t- discussed in detail here on the show. It's about destroying the fabric of the society, turning whites against blacks, you know, blacks against whites, Hispanic against everybody, you know, Asians against everybody. Everybody, everybody fights everybody, you know, gays against straights. All of this stuff is being done on purpose. That's why they're pushing the transgender issue so hard, because If you really want to hack off a mother and you really want to hack off a godly father or a godly mother who's got their child in a doggone school system and they start having trans story hour in front of these children and trying to convert them to become transgenders like Governor DeSantis who stood against Disney here in Florida with the don't say gay bill which had nothing to do with saying gay. It had to say it was about childhood grooming. Then what happens it creates a giant rift in society. That's why the media pushes the transgender so hard, because the media is controlled by the Kabbalists, Luciferians, synagogue of Satan, who believes their God is a snake in a tree or a hermaphrodite, dual, speak, you know, dual sex, and they want everybody to be because it's going to cause more complaints, more division, more everything. That's what this is. You know, I, I talked to Vandy the other day, and he was talking about, you know, because he's a black man, former NFL player, brilliant guy, absolute great friend. I'm having my seminar with him, by the way, this Saturday at his church, the AME Church in Dade City from 10 to 12 on health and fitness for two hours. You know, I want you guys to get there if you can. And uh, you can go to the website or you go to last week's show. I posted the article or the date and the location of the of the uh, of the of the of the the seminar on the uh, show description for Friday. But guys, it's really, really important that we understand that this whole cultural bias that we're having now, the shutdown of the United States of America is intentional. The communists have done this. They did it in Czechoslovakia. They did it in East Germany. They did it in, you know, in, in, in Poland. They did it in all those Eastern Bloc countries where they made it almost literally illegal under punishment of, you know, law and being locked up, especially with Stalin and Lenin, especially with Stalin killing all the doggone Orthodox priests, you know, for almost 50,000 of them. They made it punishable by death, you know, to worship Jesus. This is that same group that hates Christ, that has an atavistic hatred of Jesus, the same group that I talked to you about in Angel Wars. It's the same group that has run this planet for eons of time, from, the very, from before Adam and Eve. They were here doing the same thing you know. when you know, Lucifer was running to and fro and conducting commerce. And I'm sure he had his Babylonian money magic going on back then, too, and all the crazy stuff that we have today that he probably had back then. This is probably when we had Atlantis before, you know, it was sunk and the the continents were split apart and all the rest of the stuff happened. All of this stuff is not something new in our life. Well, it is in our life, but it's not new in the the, the life cycle of this planet and what we're involved in here. So remember, always look at who the people are. Yesterday I talked about how, again, there's a giant, I was talking to a friend of mine, there's a giant spider web. And everybody wants to talk about the periphery of the spider web and all the insects hitting the periphery of the spider web, the outside circles. Nobody wants to talk about the nexus. The nexus is the ancient Canaanite religions that kill human beings, sacrifice human beings, eat human beings, do all the weird stuff they do in order to release energy from these human beings during their incredibly horrific sacrificial rituals, including abortion, by the way, to feed these entities on the other side of the veil because they've been cut off from God. All of this stuff is happening on this planet right now as we speak, but we don't want to talk about it with a million missing children that we have every year here in the United States alone. This is insanity that's happening here, and nobody wants to talk about it. Because everybody gets caught up in their day-to-day life, you know their day-to-day activities, their day-to-day rituals of trying to maintain some type of normalcy in their lives. And the tra- the sad, the tragic part about all this is, is, when you try to get somebody to wake their eyes up, sometimes you can do it, sometimes you can't. I remember one time I had a friend of mine. He was coming to our clinic that we had when we, you know, I, when I had, the, I had the had the health clinic. You know, gosh, it's some, some, some over thirty years ago now. And I'll never forget what he said. He was trying to get people to stop eating pork, stop eating shelter, start eating clean. And he finally told me, he said, it's easier to convert somebody to Christianity than it is to get them to change their lifestyle and diet. And I thought about what he said, and I kind of disagreed with him. And then I finally realized he was right. He was actually right. When a person is really entrenched in eating drunk, it becomes their God. Their God is their stomach, like the Bible says. And they don't want to change anything they're doing. They want to eat everything they want to eat, whatever they want to eat, however they want to eat it, and they don't care. And then what happens is they age incredibly quickly. And They drink coffee every day. And don't get me wrong. I love coffee. I'm not picking on you when you drink coffee. That's why I use purple sticks. I don't, I don't drink coffee anymore because of the cortisol. What it does, it ages you so fast. But I loved coffee. I drank 18 cups a day when I was in college at FSU. And I, I still love the way coffee tastes. I don't like the way it makes me feel after the second day. The first day, I feel great. Second day, I feel kind of yucky. Third day, the cortisol is so high, I feel like garbage. I mean, all I just wanted to sleep, and I feel groggy. I've got tremendous brain fog. You know, the purple sticks and green tea doesn't do that to me. I feel good with that stuff. And, you know, plus the purple sticks would be vitamins. But the reality is, is this. We have a situation in this country where people have been so programmed by junk food and by McDonald's and by Burger King and all the rest of these you know pink slime companies that put this junk out that people are so used to eating this stuff they don't understand why they're aging so fast they don't want to, they don't understand why they're dying of heart disease diabetes and cancer when they're thirty and forty and fifty years old they don't want, they don't they don't understand it it's like why am I dying my father my grandmother lived to be in their eighties and nineties but I'm forty and I'm dying and I'm fifty and I'm dying or I'm on high blood pressure or I'm impotent or whatever they have all of these problems. And they don't realize that there's natural approaches to high blood pressure like our HGH stimulate. There's natural approaches to low libido like our HGH stimulate combined with Tongat Alley, combined with tribulus fuel, combined with zinc, combined with E. You know, and all these things work really well to elevate testosterone from a natural standpoint. And they help you to stay healthy all the days of your life. And they maintain a healthy libido, which in that turn helps to reduce your risk of prostate cancer if you're a guy. And ladies, listen to me. And uh, I hate saying this to you guys because it's just important. You, You got your husband's. Just take care of them physically, please. When guys don't have relations with their wife and et cetera, they end up having a massive increase in prostate cancer. It's just not worth it. You know, you've got to do that on a regular basis for a guy to keep the plumbing working. I know that sounds kind of crude, but it's the truth. You've got to make sure that you you you, you maintain the nutrients that your body needs, especially the zinc and the testosterone levels that you have to have, and you know the human growth hormone, which is also stimulated through the pituitary gland by the HGH stimulate. That's why it's called HGH stimulate. Because that's what it does, along with the testosterone, along with the libido. So take care of your husbands. You know, husbands, take care of your wives. I mean, everybody just needs to take care of each other and love each other and just, you know, do the best they can. Because, you know, some people get in a situation where they don't want to be in. they get into bad marriages. I got all that. But just work with a counselor. Do what you need to do to try to correct all of that and do the best you possibly can. Because if you don't do that, it's not going to get any better. You know, I'm, 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 I'm always amazed. You go to a restaurant and you watch people sit. And sometimes the husband and the wife will be on their iPhone the whole time. They don't even talk to each other. They don't even look at each other. They're talking to other people the whole time. And, or they're just sitting there in a stupor, and you can feel the negative energy coming off of them. You're like, wow, that's a rough relationship. You know, Or the husband walks 20 feet in front of the wife like she's some kind of dog. Or the wife walks 20 feet behind in front of the husband like he's some kind of dog. Don't do stuff like that. You know, Hold each other's hands. Hold each other's arms. Kiss your wife every day like you love her. Ladies, kiss your husband every day like you love him. I'm not talking about a grandma kiss. I'm talking about a real kiss. Don't 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 allow yourself to fall into that rut where you know everything becomes complacent and you become you know okay oh well oh, well I've been married to so and so for a long time. Love your spouse with all of your heart. The only person you're supposed to love more is God Himself. I'm gonna tell you this story again. This is from Doctor Phil, who I don't follow because I don't even have cable TV anyhow. I remember he was interviewing this woman and this husband one time on the show. And they were having marital problems. And she, he asked the wife, he goes, what's the most important thing to you in the, or on the world? She goes, my children. He looked at her and he goes, wrong answer. He said, if you're a Christian or if you've got a relationship with God or religion, that's number one. He goes, number two is your spouse, not your children. You've got to maintain that, that narrative with your spouse. and You've got to communicate and talk with them all the time. Always remember that all the days of your life. I had the opportunity to pray for you guys again this morning. It means the world to me. I want to thank you again for your prayers for me this weekend. I really needed them this weekend. I love you so very, very, very much. You guys are absolutely a blessing to have in my life and Austin's lives. And I thank you for the support of Health Masters and all the stuff that you do for us on an ongoing basis. I love you guys. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story?
0: Absolutely. You know, you made a valid point with us. I remember talking to a um – guy about that as well you know he they were discussing he was having an issue with his wife and they were constantly his wife was constantly prioritizing the kids They had a, they had a couple kids and the kids were like everything all the time everything was about them 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 didn't matter about the husband and it was causing a lot of issues and i remember it ended up not going very well for them long term down the road and i remember reading a study the other day he brought that up and it was saying how couples need at least at least 90 minutes a week of basically uninterrupted discussions of them, their life, what's going on, and minimal, in order to basically maintain at least a remotely healthy marriage. Obviously, more is always better, but you have to have some downtime where you know you just lock the bedroom door, hang out, talk, go upstairs in the loft, whatever you do, and just chill out, talk, enjoy each other's company, and do whatever else you got to do. And it's so important because what happens is, especially in this day and age now, and I've watched this a lot now as I've gotten older, especially with social media, is that everybody always has to have a constant distraction in some cases. Not all the time, but you see this with a lot of times with marriages now. Everybody has to be constantly entertained, constantly entertained. Always got to be on their phone. Always got to watch TV. Always got to have the news on. That's one of the things. It's my, one of my biggest pet peeves when I go into somebody's house and they've got the TV blaring. And you're trying to have a conversation, and it's like you're trying to talk over the TV. And most of the time, majority of the time, it's some mundane, moronic newscaster babbling about whatever narrative they're told to bring on the on the teleprompter. It's not like a good action movie's on or something. It's just something stupid that newscasters babbling about. And I've done it before. I know Dad has to it. I'll be like, "Dude, can we turn the TV?" or turn it off or put it on mute. Like I'm, I'm trying to have a conversation. I'm trying to, you know, have back and forth dialogue with you about this. And a lot of people go, oh yeah, I didn't even notice. It's because they get so used to constantly having to have all this noise, all this theater constantly, that sometimes, man, you just gotta turn it all off and go, oh, okay, bring it on down. That's why I always tell people shut the Wi-Fi off at night. The 5G Wi-Fi is becoming much much more horrific on the body. The more research I do, the more these towers are going up, the more health problems I'm continually seeing among people, among customers that I talk to, people that are coming in. And these health problems, a lot of these issues, my personal opinion, are being amplified by the 5G technology that's being turned on and being turned up. You know, I've said before, and so is that, there's a reason why these 5G towers exploded into place all across the country during covid I mean, I never in my life have seen towers go up that fast, that discreetly, I guess you should say, that clandestinely. All of a sudden, I'm driving around. I haven't been doing much the last couple of weeks, working constantly in the office. All of a sudden, I'm like, another 5G tower, another 5G tower, another 5G tower, another 5G tower. I'm like, when in the heck did these go up? And see them all, I and mean, they're, ob- they're obnoxious. They're huge. You can't miss them if you know what they are. Giant refrigerator boxes on the side of them with the you know the five G antennas. And again, that's something that I think is dark. It, nobody wants to talk about it. And it's something that you have to understand that it causes side effects. That's why the house, shut it off at night, especially the body can detox itself fairly well, especially with the right nutrients. That's why I like the GHI cleanse I'm a huge proponent of. I usually drink that every single once, what I use for my shake most of the time. It's a great way to start off the day. You can use it multiple times a day. Massively decreases inflammation, helps support gastrointestinal health, helps balance cytokine profile, natural detoxification detoxification mechanisms, great product. And see what dad was saying earlier where you hear these people tell me, well, oh, my, my grandma smoked and she drank. She lived to be 95. And a lot of times that's accurate. But the thing about it is what nobody wants to discuss is grandma didn't go eat Taco Bell and McDonald's 10 times a week. Grandma didn't drink a half a gallon of Diet Cola every single day. Grandma didn't go eat French fries that were soaked in canola oil that had been reused 50 different times a day at McDonald's. Grandma didn't go put all those continual toxins in her body. Grandma didn't have 5G. Grandma wasn't drinking fluoridated water. And you can just keep going down the list. Is continual alcohol and tobacco consumption hazardous to your health? 100%. No question about that whatsoever. But the body can detoxify detoxify certain elements in the body if they're not used in conjunction on a regular basis all the time. The problem that has happened now is… People still want to use the tobacco and the alcohol, and they want to use the Taco Bell and the McDonald's and the Coca-Cola and, 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 and all the preservatives that are high fructose corn syrup. The list goes on. You can do it all day, bring stuff up to send the food supply now. And what's happened is it's having a compounding effect. The body is never getting the chance to detoxify and really clean itself out. That's why a lot of times, you know, a lot of times customers come in, they'll do, usually do the seven-day colonics for a uh, a week, you know, we'll do it once a year. I know a lot of customers do it. We've had a hard time getting some of the main supplements for it, but there's a lot of stuff we have now that you can use in conjunction, like the beet juice powder and the detoxificant formula, the bentonite clay, which we have back in stock now. And. The old I can stock now on the website. People were thrust, flustered about that. And I'm sorry. We finally got the supplier. They don't have any of the other products, but we do have the old-fashioned anti again. The bentonite clay Detoxin is incredible at pulling toxins out of the body. But it's important to at least, at least, occasionally try to detox the body and reduce the best you can the overall exposure to environmental toxins and food toxins. It, occasionally, you want to go out and eat a good, fit, you know, thick juicy, you know, Black Angus cheeseburger, is that going to do something really negatively for your body? Probably not. But eating McDonald's, absolutely low-quality garbage fast food every single week, is that going to have health problems? 100% absolutely. But when you have products like the GHI cleanse and you use it on a regular basis, you're constantly giving your body that detoxifying nutrients to help clean itself out. So again, if I can add to anything Especially when it comes to toxic foods or something like that, use them in moderation at the very most. If you can, cut them out completely. They really have no business being in the body. Like I've always told people before, if you're going to eat a cheat meal, eat a real cheat meal. Eat some real food. Even if it's junk food, at least make it good food. If you're going to go eat ice cream... Get some organic ice cream. Don't go buy some super cheap gumbo polysorbate 80 monosodium, you know, monodiglycerides, just garbage stuff that you can sit out in the sun for 30 minutes and it doesn't even melt. If you're going to do it, do it right is what I'm saying. Just don't do it on a regular basis because I know a lot of people sometimes, you know, especially when I was in bodybuilding, occasionally you got to have a cheat meal. You can't go on a super, super strict diet forever and not have some cheat meal occasionally. <laughs> it wears you out. You know what happens when you end know, up, binge eating that's not good either. It's all about maintaining a healthy lifestyle balance on a regular basis, taking the right nutrients to keep your body running strong, continually exercising, keeping cardiovascular up in the shape. And that is exactly what the banker boys, along with the government and everybody else that we've now seen that have lied to us for decades and decades, especially with COVID now, they don't want anybody doing that. That's why they're trying to get rid of of the actual males in this country that's why do you think the transgender agenda is getting so much media coverage why do you notice every single day on every media outlet there's another news story about some tranny moron that basically has a gender dysphoria disorder who's getting national coverage for doing something unbelievably stupid like mutilating their body why why do you think they're getting coverage like that and getting support and encouragement on, on social media and getting it on, on mainstream media because that's the agenda. Now a lot of these people who have serious mental disorders have now found that they can go on TikTok and they become a TikTok star by doing something completely moronic. but People follow it and people like it, like that idiot kid that basically thinks he's a girl that made it on the Bud Light can. That was all a giant psychob, guys. Bud Light did that intentionally to see if they could push the American population in that direction. And it backfired horrifically for them and good riddance to them. But that was a psyop. They wanted to see if the American population with the biggest blue-collar beer in the entire country was willing to accept having a gender dysphoric moron boy who thinks he's a girl cross-dressing on the can of Bud Light. That's how far they're willing to push the narrative. Let's just let that sink in. And it backfired horribly, which now that's why they've reeled it back in and reeled it back in. They're trying to do all this damage control, and the damage is done, and it should have been done. And I've said this before, and I've said it again. Always vote with your dollar. If you don't like what a company's standing for, don't buy from them. If you don't like what certain things stand for, don't buy from them. That's why I've said repeatedly. If you find something on Amazon you like. Contact the company direct. They have the information right there. You can find out who the supplier is, who the manufacturer is, and go to them direct. I've even told people to call them before. Lana did it one time, and she ended up getting it uh, priced cheaper than it was on Amazon. called them up said, hey, listen, I found this product on Amazon, this and this. They said, yeah, we have that in stock because I want to get it, but I don't want to buy it off Amazon. They said, okay, let me see if we got a coupon code for you. They gave her a coupon code. Bought it. Boom. Done in a couple days. What they're doing with Amazon is they're directly going after all the small businesses because they want Amazon to be the main monopoly, the retail online monopoly. That's why FedEx and UPS and all these shipping companies are dropping, dropping employees left and right. I mean, I had one of my reps that I knew for UPS, regional manager, great dude, always took care of me. 18 years with UPS, done, no notice. Uh, here's your severance package, we're letting you know. You're done. He goes, why? We're, we're cutting off like 500 managers right now. Letting go. He goes, why? Cutting back. Cutting back payroll. Legacy costs, buddy. Got to let everybody go. Everybody, all these main companies are doing this now with the shipping because Amazon now is their own shipping entity. That's why they got Boeing 777s everywhere. So every time you go to Amazon, you continually buy stuff from Amazon, you're helping to grow and feed that beast. Most people ask me for and they go, Austin. You got your Health Master Supplements on Amazon. I said, oh, I do. I do. I use a free platform. I sell virtually nothing on Amazon because the prices are significantly higher on Amazon than they are on my website. I encourage people, if they buy something on Amazon, please contact directly. I will take care of you way better than you've been taken care of on Amazon directly. Because that's a marketplace that if I can get a customer from Amazon and bring them to Healthmasters or get them on the show, and they can talk to their friends about the show, maybe they can wake somebody else up, that's worth using their marketing for free on Amazon. Do I support Amazon? No. Do I encourage people to buy off Amazon? Absolutely not. I encourage them to buy directly from me if they want to support Healthmasters. And I encourage you to do the same with any and every other small company because there is a war on small businesses in this country right now. We're watching that right now. The government is doing every single thing they can to try to prevent small businesses from being able to have a voice and being able to be independent. Why do you think they did all those PPP loans during COVID? I mean, I know numerous businesses that are getting full forensic audits because of those doggone PPP loans, and some of them have gotten some very hot water because of all the restrictions. It wasn't free money. I tried to explain to people. I'd go, like, well, you guys, you apply for this. You play They're handing out free money. I said, one thing I learned a long time ago is, A, there's no such thing as a free lunch, and B – Nothing comes from the government for free. There's always strings attached to it, period. And I said, when you start talking about they're giving hundreds of thousands of dollars in loans that they're going to basically forgive, you see how many they've forgiven now? Yeah. It's all coming back loose now with a lot of these businesses because, again, it was another way to manipulate the general population into getting in bed with the government for free money that wasn't free and then all of a sudden, they come in and say, oh, well, we got to see the last seven years of your books now. We've got to audit all this. Oh, by the way, now uh, we found this discrepancy from six years ago, and it doesn't match what you said on your PPP app. So not only are we not forgiving it, you basically have to pay it back in 36 months at 8% interest now. Whoa, 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 whoa wait a minute. I didn't, I, didn't, that, I thought it was going to be forgiven. Nope, sorry. Sure read the fine print. Got you again. Ah! As they run off to the bank. That's what they do. That's what the bankers always do. Manipulating money, manipulating currency, Manipulating unjust scales like right. God or Jesus got so mad at the temple, and it was interesting. We've talked about this before. We went to the Bible Museum in D.C. for a conference up there. Very cool place to go if you ever do it. Go with a guide, though, especially if you, when you go up to the top level, and it goes back to all the biblical stuff they have. And they had these scales there and all these different stones and measurements that they did. And clearly had a big discussion on it about how they would actually go in, and they would have these stones. You know, to say this stone weighs one kilo, but then what they would do is they'd make the stone weigh less. They shave it down. It's all of a sudden you put the scale on it and you go, Oh, sorry. You know, you're a couple of grams short, you gotta throw some more silver on here. Well, no, that's that's not right. I waited at the house. No, sorry, bud. This is this is Q O Rock. We're 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 the bank. We're we're the money changers. We don't lie. You have to trust us. Okay, I'll put some more silver on to make it even. They put a couple more pieces of silver, a couple more grams of silver. All right, it's even now. They were manipulated and lying people to steal more money from them. That is why Jesus got so mad because he knew what they were doing. It was money manipulation. It's what they do. It's what they always do. So always, my friends, use discretion. Use wisdom, especially in business, especially with loans, especially when you're dealing with a lot of very shady stuff right now. Continue to check things. Don't be hasty. Sometimes you have to look at stuff and go, you know what? I'm interested in that. Maybe an investment. Maybe something you're going to buy. But – always be willing to walk away. That's one thing Dad always taught me with vehicle deals. If you're going to go buy a four-wheeler, whatever you're looking at, never want something so bad that you're willing to pay any amount. of money. If the deal doesn't feel right, if something's getting squirrely, if something's not adding up, take a step back. Now, you don't always have to say, okay, I'm never going to do this with this. No, but take a step back and say, you know what? I'm going to sleep on it for a night. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to pray about it. And next morning you wake up, still seems like it's good. Everything's starting to match up. Okay. Maybe good. But I always learned a long time ago, too. Whenever you get somebody that's pushing you right now, you got to do it right now. Okay, you need to make a decision right now. We already got another deposit on this car. Somebody's going to buy this car right now. You got to buy this car right now. I'm not sure. I need to do an inspection on it. We need to do private party inspection. No, 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 no. You don't want to do that. You got another buyer. He wants to buy it right now. If you don't buy this car right this second, he's going to buy it. Oh, gosh. Okay. I'll send the paperwork. I've watched it happen repeatedly to people before, especially dealerships. Sometimes they're the worst about that. Use discretion. Use wisdom. If you're not confident in a business deal or a car deal, ask somebody to go with you that knows the market better than you do so you know that you're not going to get in a pickle and some of these money lenders aren't going to take advantage of you. I don't know how I got off on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> I got I swiped on that. But yeah, what do you
1: think? <laughs> Oh, you know, it's funny you say that about the car. Nowadays, you can't get cars anymore. Yeah. life shine issues. And I mean, I remember I was over my Chevy dealership the other day, and it, it was interesting. And, uh, they had a Tahoe they had gotten in, and they, they didn't have, no one had ordered it. It was just, somebody had canceled the order and they got it in. They had like a line of people waiting for the Tahoe. And they had this, they had worked the deal out with this one couple, and they were $500 off on the deal. And, uh, and they literally had another buyer for the Tahoe, and the people said, "Well, we, we're walking out. We're not going to buy it for the extra five hundred dollars." And they, they left. Well, the car they called it their other buyer. The car was sold within minutes, and then the people came back like two hours later and said, "We'll go and take it." And they're like, "It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It doesn't. It does not exist anymore." Gosh. So, so nowadays with the supply line problems that we have, you know, they may be telling you the truth. Of course, my dealership that I work with, they always telling the truth. Anyhow, they're a great. great, great group of people. I use a uh, Stingray. Chevrolet and Plant City. I know the owner. I know the general manager, and they're good people. They've always been really, really fair with me, and they never lie to me about stuff. And so that's that's the whole thing is that people realize that, you know, sometimes, you know, they are telling the truth, especially with dealerships like Stingray. another thing you said, too, about no free lunch, I'm going to tell you this story. This is a Ziegler story. Zig Ziggler, good friend of mine, he's passed away, and I was with the Lord. And he said one time, he said, the, the king came to these scribes, and he said, I want you to give me the wisdom of the ages. I want you to summarize it. And so they came in with like a 20, volume encyclopedia set this is this is indeed the wisdom of the ages this is what something everybody needs to read he goes well no he's gonna read it. it's too much he's to reduce it so they brought it down to one encyclopedia it's like a thousand pages long and he goes come on guys nobody's gonna read a thousand pages it's impossible they're not gonna do that you know i, I need the wisdom of the ages condensed so they got it down to 100 pages he says too much too much and finally he said i want it summarized so want you to give me the truth of what it is and they got it down to like you know 10 pages and he goes still too much i want it all summarized finally come back with one sentence Here's the sentence for the wisdom of the ages, according to Zig Ziglar. There ain't no free lunch, period. <laughs> I also said that earlier. I thought about the Ziglar quote. I thought, that's true. You've always got to be fair with people. You've got to realize that everybody needs to be taken care of properly, and everybody needs to be treated with respect. My dad used to always teach me everybody needs to feel important, very, very important. We understand all that stuff, and there ain't no free lunch. You know, you're going to, If you want a product, you're going to have to pay for it. If you want a service, you're going to have to pay for it. If you want to have... Something nice like a nice home or whatever—you're gonna to have to pay for it. And sooner or later, people are gonna to have to realize that you know you can't just sue your way into you know into being wealthy. You can't just file lawsuits all the time and get money. I mean, all that's these true. crazy things. No, it's the truth. It's ridiculous. I mean, you know, so it's, 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 so you know that's why we need tort reform in the United States. And again, we're off on this weird stuff today. Tort reform means this: if if Joe sues Smitty and, and Smitty wins, but but Joe sued Smitty, tort reform would say that now Joe has to pay Smitty's legal fees if they started that. If they started that, and every if you sue somebody and you lose, now you got to pay the other person's legal fees. You'll reduce these slip and fall accidents by ninety five percent, because suddenly it's going to be like it won't be much fun anymore if you got to pay a million dollars legal fees to somebody else because you lost the case. Now with tort, with the way it is now, somebody has to defend themselves, otherwise you get an award judgment against them. So everybody's forced, to, you know, to get involved with all this stuff. By the way, this is an interesting story since we're dealing dealing with all kinds of weird stuff today. Did aliens abduct a U.S. Air Force pilot over the North Sea? A serviceman took off from an RAF base, Royal, you know, Air Force base in 1970 and disappeared 12 minutes later. But when his plane was found, the cockpit canopy was closed and there was no body. Remember, they didn't have autopilots back then either; they couldn't take off and land by themselves. He had to be in the plane. And I thought that was interesting. This happened in uh, Lincolnshire. A U.S. pilot Captain Bill Schaffner was a popular addition to the ranks of the Five Squadron. He arrived there in 1970 to learn how to fly one-man lightning fighter planes as part of an exchange program between the U.S. Air Force and the RAF. With him were his wife Lynn and small children. Life in the Cold War Air Base in those days revolved around the ever-present threat of the Soviet Union. British aircraft posting Soviet bombers over the North Sea. And he took off one day. And they found his plane basically being pulled from the North Sea. They found the aircraft. The canopy was completely sealed and closed. And he was gone. So what the heck happened to him if he had ejected he had basically ejected the canopy along with it, but now it's basically he was gone. So all these things happen every once in a while. It was just 12 minutes after it had blasted off on the RAF, after, after it had taken off. So we have to ask ourselves a question, why does this stuff happen, and why won't we talk about it, and why won't the government really talk about it in depth? Well, a lot of times the government simply doesn't know, and, but these fighter pilots often disappear. They don't really find the plane, supposedly, and they don't really know what happened to the pilot. Well, that's kind of silly with GPS tracking on these aircraft, isn't it? I'm just asking you that. Or how about all the people who disappear from national parks that we don't know anything about? How about those people that we've talked about so many times on this show? I'm letting you guys know this. <laughs> Here's the thing. And we covered it in Angel Wars. It ain't what you think it is on this planet. It's a whole different agenda. That's why you've got to keep your hearts and minds in Christ. You've got to pray every single day. So, don't tell me what to do. I'll do what I want to do. Okay, well, do what you want to do. I'm just telling you how I deal with it all. I pray all the time. And I ask God to always lead me because, guys, our battle's not against flesh and blood. I quoted these scriptures to you, in, you know, in re- repetitively in the last couple of weeks when we did Age of for the last two weeks, three weeks, whatever, we however long it's been now. And so it's important that we understand you've got to keep your hearts and minds focused in Christ all the days of your life. You've got to pray every day. I, mean, I went to two church services again this weekend. You know, I went to the Lutheran church on, on, on Saturday night and went to a Church of God service on Sunday morning. And I don't want to hear about it. I don't like the from church. I don't like the church of God. I don't hear it. Okay, Pick your church. I also go to a Baptist church. I mean, I like that one either. But the point is, I realize that we have to bring honor and glory to God. We always, and we are, we're all going to sin. We're all going to fall short of the glory of God. You know, And we confess our sins the God. who's quick to forgive us because none of us are going to be perfect. None of us are going to swim to Hawaii by ourselves. We all need a Savior, period. And that's how I look at life. And we need to realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. But we've got to stand firm against this new world order and pray every day because, guys, This is not a battle against flesh and blood. It's against all these principalities, these things in the dark places, and things that take aircraft pilots out of their cockpits. What the heck was that all about? All of this stuff is real. It's very, very real. So you stay guarded up. You stay prayed up. I love you guys. Austin, finish it up. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.
0: You're spot on. It's not just...
1: Against flesh and blood. That's what they're constantly
0: trying to go after these young children. That's why they're constantly doing all this perversion. That's why they're constantly promoting this weirdness now. They're doing it on purpose. They're trying to manipulate. You got the WHO now. The World Health Organization is basically talking about with the United Nations how young children need to be able to basically have sex with whoever they want. There needs to be no age difference. Oh, yeah. They're, they're now now they're actually talking about trying to promote pedophilia is what they're doing. Oh, shit. These guys are getting They're just blatantly talking about it. Remember what I said earlier? They're trying to normalize all this stuff now. They're trying to make it normal behavior. They don't want anybody even questioning it. Just, oh, okay, whatever. We'll go along with it because that's just the new thing. I support the current thing is what they want everybody to mantra to be. And that's why it is so important. You have a conviction. You have a line. You have something that you stand for. You have an ethos. You have a standpoint. You have a mindset. Because what happens is if people are just wandering generalities, just walking around, you don't really know what you're doing. You kind of just keep getting by to get by. You don't really have a purpose. You can be easily swayed to and fro with different types of topics and ideology. You don't have a basis. You don't have a, a rock to stand on. When you have the Bible, when you have Christ, when you know this is, this is, this is my compass, this is the direction I'm supposed to base things off of. Am I going to get off course sometimes? Oh, yeah flip all around my compass. I have to turn all the way back around. Yeah, it happens. But you have that basis. They don't want children to have that Bible basis. They don't want them to have a compass. They want them to be just, oh, I'm going north. Now I'm going south. I'm going west. I'm going east. Doesn't matter. Whichever way the next new current thing tells me to go, that's the direction I'm going to go. So these people end up idly by just going in circles, lost, wandering. Going along with some of the most perverted ideologies, they simply don't know a direction to go because they have no rock to stand on. It is so important. You continue to encourage your children. Get them to church. If you can't get them to church on Sunday, at least take them to a one on Wednesday night or something after, church or after school. I mean, I, there's so many other options you can do to continue to do that and pray with them. Read the Bible to them. Teach them things, explain them things. I've done that hundred and a half all the time and he's seven years old right now, and he is in the what is everything phase. And I like that though. So I try to take time to explain it to him. The same thing if something happens, if he gets in trouble or does something. I don't just sit there and go, No, 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 and yell. I try to work on it, I try not to do that. I try to sit there and say, Listen, but this isn't okay. This is what you did. This is why you can't do it. This is the problem when you do this, this is the consequences of that. I try to explain it to him like that. Now, whether or not he fully understands it, I don't know. He's a pretty sharp kid. So is my daughter. I think they're getting the hang of it, and they're doing all right. (laughs) So I continue to encourage one another. Keep up the fight, my friends. I know there's a lot of strange things going on. Don't be distracted by just fear porn as they're continually trying to keep people focused on things that have no basis, have no sense. They just want to normalize things that aren't okay. Keep the truth up. If you need anything, healthmasters.com, the ultimate multiple powder. On sale, product of the week, two more days, 12% off. Be sure to take advantage of it if you want to grab a can of that. I use it every morning. Great stuff. Have a fantastic evening, my friends, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.